Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. I've titled this word, Seeing Through the Eyes of God. And I read from 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 to verse 17. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The servant said, Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? Fact. The servant brought a fact-based report. In that report and around that report was panic. He panicked because of what he saw. Dothan had been locked down. Now, the backdrop of the message seen through the eyes of God is that the king of Aram or Syria was wanting to capture Israel, destroy Israel in a war. And he was strategizing how to do that. And anytime he came up with a plan, God downloaded the man of God, the prophet of God, with what was happening in Aram. And Elisha knew what they were plotting and planning, and then he will report it to the king of Israel. So the king of Israel closed up the places they can come through to attack him. Now, the king of Aram wondered which of his officials was reporting on them, betraying them to the king of Israel. And one of his officers said, King, it's not any offense, but there's a prophet, Elisha. He is the one who is reporting what is happening in our camp. He knows everything and tells their king. You would think that the king would have sense. Of course, he had no sense because... Anybody without Christ, you may look like you are intelligent, but you don't have the mind of Christ. <laughs> you have no heavenly wisdom. Why do I say that? Because if this man had been told that it is not a human being that is telling Elisha the things we plan in our secret place, but it is his God who is telling him. The king should have known that if he plans next to go and arrest and kill Elisha himself, the same God will make it known to Elisha. But it eluded him. And so he sent battalions of soldiers with chariots and horses to surround the city where Elisha resides. <laughs> 
to capture Elijah. And the Bible says that the man woke up and got out. He was too much in a hurry. So the moment he jumped from his bed and he, he felt his legs and the legs could walk, he was ready to run his race. He was ready to go about his own business. And when he stepped out, there was all these horses and chariots with soldiers around the city. And he wondered, I've been captured. I've been hemmed in. I cannot go about my business. And he panicked. He saw facts. And you are seeing facts. And you are panicking. You have been panicking probably all your life. Even more so this particular day. I don't know what is ailing your heart. And you are panicking. Your individual issue seems to be bigger than the issue of the world. I don't know what it is. And you are seeing the facts. And you are panicking. You are afraid. You are anxious. Is it financial? As an individual, your budget is not reaching anything again. The plans you have have been turned upside down. And so you lack. Is it your health? Have you been so afraid that your blood is not flowing easy? It's affecting your heart. You have heartache. You have blood pressure. You have cancers. You have headaches. I don't know what you have. That day, servant panicked. The servant is in church all right. Maybe you are a church person. Look at how close the servant is to the prophet. All the wonderful things he has seen. He was there when the man of God healed Naaman by word. And he dropped into that dirty water eventually. And he was cleansed of his leprosy. The servant saw that. The servant has seen many, many miracles. And yet he goes about his business and he excludes God. And I don't know if you are excluding God in your plans. Maybe you have excluded him. Maybe still you are wondering, where is God when all this has happened to me? All my plans have turned upside down. You are fretting and you are anxious and you are not including God. But as against the servant, the Bible says, Elijah says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, says, instead of panicking, put your hope in God. Don't be afraid, says, instead of panicking, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Don't be afraid, says, trust him, depend on him. Don't be afraid, says, he's working it all out for your good. Elisha says, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. In these times, if you put your trust in God, he has good things planned for you. In these times, if you have faith in God, God says, I should tell you, you will get double for your troubles. You will get double. In these times, God wants you to know if you will depend and have faith in him instead of being afraid. That thing which has caused you sorrow will be turned to joy. God says, I should tell you, that thing that has been destroyed, the cancan worms have eaten, restoration is coming to you. Where did Elisha get that from? Elisha, when he said, don't be afraid, what Elisha was doing, he was giving a word-based assurance. A word-based assurance. Do you have the word of God in you? 
How did Elisha get the word of God? He has seen his predecessor, Elijah, who also depended on God, who will always invoke the covenant-keeping God, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob. And that covenant-keeping God always came through for him. So when Elisha took over in the anointing that came upon him, he also walked and called on the same covenant-keeping God. Elisha remembered the ancestors who walked with God. And God walked with them. And God helped them. Elisha depended on the word of God that he received. That one day in the wilderness, God was there when his ancestors were hungry for food. He gave them manna from heaven. God is about to reach out to you. Your bonds are empty. Your bank account is empty. But I tell you, within 24 hours, there shall be a visitation and a performance in your family. You have a testimony. Glorify God when you receive this prophetic word in your life. Glorify God when you see the manifestation of God's goodness, of his provision in your life. Where did Elisha get this from? Elisha got this from his ancestors that when they got to the Red Sea, God parted the Red Sea and his ancestors passed through it. But the enemies of his ancestors were swallowed up by the same Red Sea. And right now you feel hemmed in. And I came to announce to you a word-based assurance for you today if you will see through the eyes of God is that deliverance is coming your way. You are hemmed in but God is about to break through for you he will open uncommon doors for you Elisha had this assurance based on the word of God that when his ancestors lived in Egypt darkness could come on all Egypt but they lived in Goshen and there was light with them may light come your way in the name of Jesus Christ then Elisha said something See, the servant had been walking with the man of God, but he did not have eyes to see God and what he's doing. That is why Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18. And that is my prayer for you today. He says, and I pray that the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your heart, the eyes in your soul, you are not just physical. You are beyond physical. You see, spiritual things are physical. But physical eyes cannot see them. Let me say that again. Spiritual things are physical, but physical eyes cannot see them. Paul said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. The eyes of your heart, your innermost eye. There's another set of eye within you. That eye is only able to see through prayer. So Elijah prayed, oh Lord, open his eyes that he may see. If your eyes are opened, this life you have lived and you have seen many troubles, all the troubles will be turned around when you see what God is doing in heaven. God is working for you. God is not working against you. He loves you so much and that he will not want you to perish because God is a good businessman. He has something good for you. You are turned around 
will bring him glory. That is why he will want the situation you are in today to turn around. And there is a turnaround coming to some of you I'm speaking to. I believe there is a turnaround when you will see it through the eyes of God. See through the eyes of God. You see, what you see has a two-dimensional effect. Or, better still, what you are seeing has two opposing effects. How are you seeing? You may be seeing the situation as all bad and the devil is working against you. Or you can see the same situation and see God at work for you. You can see disadvantage or you can see opportunity. Your situation. You can see opportunity to bring God glory, to testify to the power of God. You can see the opportunity to sing your redemption song. You can see it as an opportunity. You can see the hard, harsh situations as an opportunity to spring and be high above. For God made you for the top and not the bottom. What are you seeing? Are you seeing a pit or you are seeing a rock? <laughs> Are you seeing destruction or you are seeing redemption? Are you seeing salvation or you are seeing utter embarrassment? What are you seeing? In Second Chronicles, the King Jehoshaphat, chapter 20, was surrounded by enemies. He went to the Lord and he said to him, All these enemies are coming to us. A whole nation went to God. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. If you set your eyes on the Lord, this is what he will say to you. Don't be afraid. The battle belongs to the Lord. What you are going through is God's battle to fight. That is why Elisha could be sleeping in his house. Because his eyes were on the Lord. He could see with his eyes on God, then he could see God's eyes on him. He could see the plans of God. He could see the purposes of God. He could see that what was happening was for his advancement. That is why his name is still in the book. But the servant, we never got to know his name. Because the servant was doing things in his power. In his own power. He gets up and he steps out. He gets up and he steps out. He confronts the day by his own power. But he will go to church on Sunday and sing. As against the servant who was panicking, Elisha was resting because he was standing on the word of God. That was his assurance. That was his assurance. And as he stood on that word of God, then the word of God which he stood on was his insurance. He had a God-founded insurance. Therefore, he could speak a word and he knew the word would come to pass. He said to the servant, May God open your eyes. And his eyes were opened. It's my prayer that God will open your eyes so you will see the plans of heaven for your life. You will see the opportunities God has set all around you. You will see the purposes and the plans of God for your life, my friend. It is my prayer, just as Elisha prayed. And as I pray, I know your eyes are being opened. Your innermost eyes are being opened for ideas. Ideas to excel in these times. Ideas to shine. The Bible says, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of God is upon you. Right now, you have an opportunity to shine if you will see through the eyes of God. 
if you see through the eyes of God. When Jehoshaphat prayed, our eyes are on you. God says, I'll help you. You don't need to fight the battle. Did he fight for them? He fought for them by causing the enemies. Some confusion is coming to the plans of the enemy. Only confusion can come because you are standing and you refuse to bow down your head in shame. You refuse to get scatterbrained by wondering what is just hitting me. But you are standing and your eyes are on the Lord. One day, God met Abraham. His nephew left him and took the better part of the Lord. And he was left in a desert. And in Genesis chapter 15, he was even complaining. I don't even have a son beside the desert. God said, look up. I came to tell somebody, if you want to see through the eyes of God, you must be looking up. Keep your eyes on the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, Maidens look to their mistress and servants look to their masters. So our eyes on you. Keep your eyes on the Lord. See what God is seeing and you will stop the panic and you will stop the fear. When God met Jeremiah, God said to Jeremiah, what do you see? In his first picture, he saw an almond tree. In the next picture, he said, I see a pot tilted. God said exactly. That is your assignment. You are seeing nations. You are going to build and break. Amazing. What are you seeing? Do you know that you are a weapon in God's hands? And he's waiting for you. And he's depending on you. On earth here, he needs your body. He needs your mind. He needs your faith. Those who trust in him will never be put to shame. Those who know that he exists, he rewards. If your eyes will be on him, like Elisha kept his eyes on him, and even though he was in a lockdown, and a shutdown, and absolute destruction, where he should be panicking, I brought this on Dothan. It is because of me, children will suffer. War is coming. He refused to do that. He stood on the word of God. He set his eyes on God. He set his eyes on God. Abraham, when he looked up, God promised him descendants. God promised him lands. As you look up on the Lord, as you set your eyes on him, you will see that God has promises for you. You are not finished. You are not done. He's not done with you yet. Generations after you will inherit great things because you stood, because you believed, because you trusted, because you kept your eyes on the Lord. Where are you today? Where are you? The Bible says in Psalm 36, as I bring this message to a close, the Bible says in the verse 9, For with you, Lord, is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. May I pray for you today that the Lord will help you. The Lord will guide you. You will see light. In your innermost being, ideas will come to you. Doors of opportunity will open to you. That will set you up to enter your destiny. 
I pray for you this very day, that in this very week and in this very year, like Elisha prayed for the servant that his eyes were opened, that you will see that God has many more angels around you. You will see that God is working for you and he will work through you to fulfill your purpose in your generation. May the Lord bless you and your household and favor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Amen.